What's up, everyone? I'm Cindy Conte, and welcome to another edition of the Best Women's Boxing Show, period. I'm joined by my lovely co-host. Hello, everyone. I'm Giandra LaBeouf, of course, and we are back for another week of hot boxing talk up to the minute. And we have another interview to uh, pop in for your enjoyment. Oh, yeah. You're going to want to wait around for this because... It's Miss Ebony Bridges. I caught her at the David Benavidez versus the Boo Boo Andrade fight in Las Vegas. Funny enough, I had no idea she was there until I saw her tweet. I'm like, I'm coming for you. But um, <laughs> she is going to be fighting next week. But before we even get to any of that, we do have a lot of fights to talk about. Giandra, we always have thoughts. And uh, this past Saturday was an electric fight. You text me, you're like, I can feel the energy from the TV when Katie Taylor took on uh, Chantel Cameron for in her rematch in Ireland again. Girl, that, that was high. It was hype. The, the Irish fans came out once again. It was electric. The arena was full. I love how they support her, that it goes beyond gender roles. They love Katie Taylor in Ireland. The, like you said, the arena was packed. I watched it and I was just getting chills watching both of them walk to the ring and come on women, come on women. It's very, very exciting time for women's boxing. But, you know, as you know, we've been championing it here the whole time. Absolutely. And it was you know, we we've been asking a lot of people, can Cameron retain her titles? Can Taylor pull off the upset? And uh, a lot of people were pulling for Taylor to, you know, pull it off. People thought Cameron was just it was she was going to just kind of plow her over. But wow, Taylor did. She looked better than I've seen her in her last several fights. Uh, do I agree with the decision? No, but to each their own. There were a lot of things in that in that fight that a lot of people didn't like. And I, I for one, and I know you for one, that ref was basura. Like it was, he was garbage. Um, I believe Don it was a draw. It was donkey, donkey balls. <laughs> but like I said, I didn't think it was robbery by any means. I thought it could have been a draw. It was a very, very close fight. Uh, I think it was second, third round. I, I thought it was a knockdown. You thought maybe it was a knockdown. They called it stepping on the foot. I don't know. What did you see? We, if, if people could only see the text messages that we send each other, because, you know, we can't tweet all the things that we would like to tweet because we live in a very sensitive time now. However, I didn't, I thought it was a knockdown. They ran it back. The, the replay took a little bit for the replay to, to come on the screen. And to me, it was a clear knockdown. And I'm surprised that we haven't heard anything in the aftermath about them contesting the call. I mean, maybe if it was a draw or something like that, they would. Maybe they're taking steps. I don't know. But Katie Taylor, I will say this about Katie Taylor. Katie did look the best that I've seen her in a while, like just based on her midsection alone. She looked far more ripped that I remember her looking. She looked well-conditioned. Thank God they braided her hair, but still, I want to braid... I want to introduce her to her braider because to my braider, because it's not a Katie Taylor fight if her hair ain't coming to lose during the course of the match, <laughs> but she looked sharp, but I too agree with you. I didn't like that call about the knockdown. I did not like the incessant holding mm -hmm. and never received a warning, nothing. But the minute Cameron kind of stepped outside of what they thought to be good combat action. She was warned and don't do this and don't do that. I'm like, what about all this hugging? It looked like a family reunion. How much hugging can one do during a fight? I know it was a little, it was, it was a little overkill. 
uh, Katie does leave with her head. And it was so weird because uh, Chantel Cameron, before the fight, you know, they talked to the ref and the, their coach, their team said during the fight, can you watch out for Katie Taylor's hugging and leading with the head? And ref is like, sure, this is what I, that's my job, blah, 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 blah. And like I said, no, no diss on Katie because Katie did her job. She did what she did. The ref did not do her job. So Shame on you, ref, whoever you are, but whatever. The hugging was just too much. And that's why Cameron had a huge gash. Good for the cut man. I don't even know who her cut man was because of that head clash. But overall, it was a great fight. We're going to see part three. Of course, that gash was terrible. That gash was terrible. When they zoomed into it, I'm amazed. I just knew we were just going to get a bloody, a Game of Thrones looking bloody oh, face yeah. battle with it all streaming down the face. But the cut man did his thing. I thought it was competitive. And the fact that this fight ended the way it did, and they immediately started calling for a number three, I couldn't help but wonder, like, are they trying to freeze Amanda Serrano out of her rematch? Because I know she still wants her rematch. I don't care. I haven't spoken to her directly. Yes, someone on Twitter told me, oh, she's making money. She's happy. That woman is a champion. Yeah. And Throughout the course of her career, she's talked a lot about her accolades. She takes pictures with her accolades. She's very proud of them. So to kind of sort of cheapen, in a sense, her legacy. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, she's making money hand over fist. She's good. I think it's a little disingenuous because that woman likes achievement. Yes. And I know she wants her rematch because I that first fight, well, we've talked extensively about their first fight. I thought she won their first fight. But now she's getting frozen out. Eddie probably hates Jake. <laughs> you know, it, you never know what's going on at play. You know what? I never even thought about that, actually. Uh, but it depends if Amanda, because Katie Taylor, would she fight three rounds? Because Amanda has said that she only wants to go forward with three rounds. And that gets to our next topic, that we, which we will get to with involving Sky Nicholson. But I, I would, you know what? Amanda said she cannot end her career without having that rematch. She even tweeted it out that um, even though there is now a, a trilogy with Cameron uh, and Cro Croker Park, Croke Park in, in in Italy, in Ireland, Kroger Groceries. Uh, Cro yes, I don't remember the name, but uh, <laughs> I think that Amanda will not be satisfied because that fight was so close. I mean, that was the fight of the year. And uh, as you know, Amanda gives us incredible fights with her fight against mm -hmm. Guzman uh, becoming undisputed. But we shall see. That is uh, that we're going to have to put a little uh, bookmark in that one because the women's fights are always good. They're always banging. I'm telling you. It's far uh, from over. Oh, it is. And then we had Sky Nicholson on the undercard. She was defending her WBC interim title. She fought that girl, uh, Carice Artings, Artingstall. Mm -hmm. I guess there was a premature stoppage. I'm not really sure. Overall, again, she's been calling out Amanda Serrano because she is the WBC champion. Do you think she's ready? I don't think she is. I don't think she's ready either. Not yet. Mm -mm. Not yet. 
I look yet. at them. I look at that whole that 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 triangle we've got here. We've got Amanda Serrano. We've got Sky Nichols. Well, maybe like a square. It's not a triangle. Maybe so you've, got, <laughs> you've got like Katie. You've got Katie. You've got Amanda. You've got Amanda. You've got Sky. You've got um, just that whole. Okay, maybe it is a triangle. Maybe it is a little love triangle. But Amanda wants to fight her three minute rounds. Mm-hmm. But she also wants her accolades. Yeah. You've got Eddie, who represents Sky Nichols and Katie Taylor. You've got Amanda Serrano, who's represented by MVP Promotions. Ooh, that's interesting. Either way, Eddie and Jake Paul are going to have to do business with each other. And they both are. And now Jake Paul's back on zone. Yeah. So they have to do business with it. But what course of business are they going to take? Hmm. I don't I'd know. much rather see Amanda and Katie have their rematch and see Amanda fight Sky and then Katie do a third with Chantel Cameron. I like Chantel Cameron. I didn't think like the some of the calls in their fight and how that played out. But do I really need to see a third? It's exciting. It'll make them some money, but I don't want to see it again. I want to see Katie Taylor fight Amanda Serrano. I think a lot of people do, too. It was uh, it was a that was just too close of a fight that that really needs to happen. I don't care. Katie's making a bajillion dollars. Amanda's making a bajillion dollars. Personally, they don't care at this point because the money is there. They've already created some generational wealth. They want to be able to say, you know what, in this in this rematch, I clearly won. It was a decisive win. It wasn't like so close where everyone was on the fence of who won. But mm-hmm. We shall see. And if you know, they, in, if they do that, if they do that one, where would you want to see it? Because with Madison the Katie Square Garden, and, uh, MSG, because yes. I just, you know, the home cooking thing always bums me out, and I feel like that was a a big factor too with the the Katie Taylor fight. And Katie Taylor people, please, please, They're don't come in girl. my mentions, girl. They were coming at my neck for some of the stuff that I said on Twitter. I'm like, if you're going to come at my neck, at least put your face in your picture, <laughs> your profile picture. You can't talk shit to me if you can't put your face on it. So boo to you, Katie Taylor people. And I don't dislike Katie Taylor. I think she's awesome, talented yeah. and a trailblazer and a maverick and all these things. I like that fight. I didn't like the officiating of that fight. And I don't like home cooking. Yeah. Period. Mm, yeah. Well, the, like I said, you know, women's fights are always just getting heated. Uh, Sky Nicholson. So with the WBC interim, calling out Amanda Serrano, uh, I caught up with Ebony Bridges, sexy Ebony Bridges and world champion that she's going to be defending her strap in San Francisco on the Haney versus Prograde card. I caught up with her and I had to ask her, did she see the Taylor fight and what she thought about Sky Nicholson? If she fought Amanda Serrano, would she fight three minute rounds? And this is what she had to say. Ebony Bridges, you're here in Viva Las Vegas. Welcome and welcome to Hello Today. (laughs) You know me, I'm a best women's boxing show, period. Ebony Bridges, you have a fight next week. But anyways, besides that, we saw the fight today. For Cameron versus Taylor, thoughts real quick. Man, you know what? 
Um, I'm always, I was always backing, I was always backing Cameron because I just thought that you know Cameron was always like bigger, strong, and the way that she beat uh, Taylor the first time. And I haven't seen much different out of Katie. But Katie came back, man. She bring back like that Katie from like years ago where she was like fiery and she was you know fast and she was really on it. I felt like it was the Katie we haven't seen for a while. I feel like that loss must have really fueled her on and gave her so much more motivation because she came out really, really hungry. So I think it's done a good, and I'm looking forward to the trilogy. Okay, real fast. Sky one. How do you feel if Amanda Serrano doesn't take the fight because she wants three minute rounds and Sky will get elevated to WBC full champ? Well, I actually don't. I think the Sky will probably fight three minute rounds. Three minute rounds would probably suit Sky, to be fair. So I'd be surprised if Sky said no to three minute rounds. But um, if that's if that's what she does, then um, I don't know. Like, I, I feel like I feel like kind of sucks, but the Sky's a champ, isn't it? Yeah. It's a shitty way to get to get the title, but um, I don't know. I, I don't like to say that Serena would be dodging everyone, but it's what she wants to do, isn't it? She wants to do the three. She's, she's adamant on it, so that's what she wants to stand for. It's more important to her than fighting her mandatory. Okay, and last one. Did you see the tweet? Or in my show, Jandra and I were talking about ring outfits. I said, attention, Ebony Bridges. If I were to walk out in a ring, oh, I wearing black yeah. tape. I saw that. I could see you. No, I saw it. I'm pretty sure I reshared it. And you know what? To be fair, there's a guy here, in, uh, not here, but in New York that does the black tape. And I've known him for a couple of years. And I said to him, I didn't say if I ever fight in America that I was going to get it done. But maybe not this fight. Maybe the next not one. Not this fight. I think it has to be a bigger fight in Viva Las yeah. Vegas. And lastly, Demetrius Andrade or uh, David Benavides? Oh, I'm going for Benavides on this one. Knockout or stop it? No, I think, no, I don't think knockout. No, I think uh, points. Okay, real fast, I want to see your outfit. Yes. Oh, booty and everything. I'm all champion for titties and booty, and Ebony's got them all. But <laughs> I put my weigh-ins in you two weeks. Into, oh! Just haven't when, seen it for a year. It's been a while. You know the last interview I... And wait a second. Let's not forget to plug my OnlyFans. Oh, your OnlyFans, Ebony Bridges. Hot shit on OnlyFans recently. How's your, how's your, how's your pussy doing? Uh, pussy's great. She's doing good? Yeah. <laughs> ah, we know that. <laughs> oh, I love you, Ebony. Thank you. Best of luck to you next week. Can you believe... I was really shocked with Ebony saying that Sky Nicholson would fight the three-minute round. Would Eddie allow that? I don't know. Mm-hmm. What was, what's been his, um, I can't think of top, offhand, you know, we have people who've been very vocal about women for or against fighting three, notably Lou DiBella is very anti-three-minute rounds, but then you have the other women who have signed this decree or this pledge that they want to do three-minute rounds. So what where, what has Eddie said? Do you recall? I don't recall offhand him having a strong. He may have, and I just forgot because Mo I, of him having a strong stance on it. Personally, I don't. I don't. I don't know because when I think when Amanda talked about it with Katie, at first she said she didn't want to. That's what. That's what I read. This was way back in the day, and then Katie said maybe it could be on the table, but there was no fight going on. Uh, mm-hmm. And then now the, it's the conversation has come up with Natasha Jonas and Michaela Mayer. Michaela said it and, she, and and Tasha said, I didn't even know that you wanted three minutes. I don't know if that's true or not, but hey, I just take what the fighters say at face value during their press conference. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I I personally, if like I said, if we're not going to get three minutes, 12 rounds, give us 
to a two minute, 12 rounds for championship fights. Mm-hmm. I think that's completely fair. You know, we have to do baby steps. I think that's a good baby step for people mm-hmm. because like Amanda said, when you have to train for a 12 round, three minute, it's, it's, it's different. Your cardio, everything's so different. And I can't, I don't know how these women train. Maybe they do train 12, 12 rounds, 15 rounds. I, I have no clue, but I think maybe just doing that little step is the step in the right direction of mm-hmm. where women's boxing can go in the future. I totally agree with you. For those of you who are listening into this or watching uh, on YouTube, let us know your argument pro or against three-minute rounds. There's science behind it. And for those of you who are are particularly invested in, in women's boxing, or if you're just invested in boxing as a whole, what would you rather see? Would you rather see 10 three-minute rounds, 12 two-minute rounds. Give us your thoughts, drop it in the comments, and you know maybe we'll pull out some of the best comments next week because we'll be uh, discussing Ebony Bridges. We'll be leading into Ebony Bridges' fight next week on the Haney Pro Great undercard, and uh, we'll, maybe we'll pull out some of your best responses. Yeah, because it's, 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 it's very, it's a hot topic. We know uh, WBC does not want that. So unfortunate for Amanda, she will never be able to do an undisputed fight with all the belts. So it, it, it's really sad. It's, I get it. I, I understand maybe the CTE with the, the findings, but I tweet at, hey, you guys tweet at Mauricio Suleiman and tell him we need him to come on so we can just do a full episode dedicated to what the frontier looks like for that. When you have fighters who specifically want three minute rounds and mm-hmm. it's always said that that's a point of negotiation. So why, why not? Why not support? We know why he doesn't support it, but you know, what do you do in this case when the fighter is adamant that they want it? So, you know, tweet at him and let him know we want to talk about it. Yeah, Mauricio, we want to talk to you. All right. Well, uh, it was another sad moment in boxing. It was a wrap of Showtime pay-per-view here in Viva Las mm-hmm. Vegas. David Benavides uh, and Boo Boo Andrej, uh, Jermal Charlo and Jose Benavides Jr. put it all on the line. Well, not, not no belt but they put their reputations on the line. Mm-hmm. Uh, Boo Boo did really well at the very beginning. I was really mm-hmm. impressed. And then, then it went downhill. And what do you, what do you think happened? You know, there's much dis- debate, everything from maybe, uh, it, was it conditioning? Was it this? Was it that? What do you think was the, the factor of what, I mean, other than David beating his ass, what do you think changed from the success he was finding in the first part of the fight and when he started to get away, when I, the fight started to get away from him. From from what I remember, because I saw it live in the arena, so I didn't get to see it on TV. I, from whatever round he got, a boo-boo got caught, that's when he was hurt. And so mm-hmm. what, you know, when, when you're hurt, you're hunting blood and you're going, you're ready for the kill. And David even said that in the post fight presser, he's like, I think he caught him with the right hook or something. And he goes, I saw he was hurt. His leg was shaking. And he's like, I knew he was ready to go. So I think that he was David's power and his, uh, his you know, him coming forward and just intentionally destroying him was too much for boo-boo that he could not catch a breath. And when he did, mm-hmm. you could see his face was like discombobulated. And uh, I even, Victor, Conte even told me uh, from snack he goes we have no excuses David was the better man that night and I love that because it's two warriors that put on the line but it's funny that you know they both say he doesn't have that you know his skills weren't that good you know no 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 shade to them but you guys 
Come on. Y'all have skills. Come on. Just give them their props, but good for them. What did yes. you see since you were watching it from home? As I watched the fight, I felt like he, after finding, like you mentioned, once he was hurt, I feel like that changed his whole approach and he got away from the plan that was he was finding success in instead of yeah. backing up and regrouping and going back to what was working for him in the early part of the round. But, but you know, what, what's it say? Who says that? Was it Mike Tyson who said everybody got a plan until they get punched yeah. in the mouth? Yeah. And so David was putting those big shots on him. And I guess that, you know, yep. somebody hits you in the face really, really hard. It kind of changes your, your way of thinking and you don't want to do that again. You want to get out of the way of that. And perhaps his fundamentals or his training boxing fundamentals didn't equip him to how to deal with that. Because historically when we've seen Boo Boo Andre, he's a technical fighter. He moves, he's awkward. And his awkwardness wasn't so that David didn't know how to adjust to it. And props to David for being far more, I knew he was powerful and he had, but he showed me, more technical skill than I previously thought he had. Yeah. It, it's, it, it's wild to me because when you think about it, Jose Benavides Sr., kudos to him because, you know, you have fighters that have been fighting all their lives and they go to these professional ones. Jose learned from you two. Like, that it's incredible. And he's produced world champions, his, his, his own sons. And mm -hmm. uh, it really... It, it, any, I'm not going to say anyone can do it, but it's, he really put the time and energy to really understand boxing and really uh, have his kids and teach him and just learn the fundamentals. And we see it with David and David, it is in his prime. He's still so very young. Very. Uh, I I, you know, I was like, I wonder if Canelo was watching, but Canelo was in Abu Dhabi doing a golf tournament. And so, but you know, people be like tweeting, oh, I'm like Canelo need, I, I even tweet, I go, Canelo needs to take this fight. It's, if you want to prove you're the best Mexican warrior, you have got to fight De David Benavides. It's not Jaime Munguia. I'm sorry. You cannot fight Jaime Munguia. You can fight him just for fun, but not right. as, no, no, that's. Jaime looked terrible in his last fight. What will be interesting to me for Benavides Sr., and uh, we definitely have to get him back. He's been really cool about talking to us in the past. You know, he they kicked off. This whole thing, he and yeah. Caleb kicked off this whole thing for us. What I'm interested in seeing what's going to happen with him is, is he going to join that category of trainers that never fully get their props? Because look, you've had David. I can't remember, was Jose Jr. ever a champ when he was at top rank? I can't remember. But I say that to say, I think of him, I think of Bomack, and I think of um, Floyd Sr. and how they were never anointed as trainer of the year. And I know that's been a very, a point of contention for Bomac that, you know, he doesn't get his props for now having a two time undisputed champion. Will they do the same thing with Benavidez senior as David continues to rise and grow and be this powerhouse? Will the powers that be award him trainer of the year distinction? Because you know, the, the, the old guard doesn't look favorably on people who didn't come up the traditional way. You know, they like the old school route and him saying that he learned to train from you two. Yeah. Like, I don't know. It'll be interesting to see what his ultimate legacy will be too, because he's fully invested in his sons and um, he's committed to taking them as far as they can go. So shout out to the Benavides family. No, I know. I, it's, it's really cool. And you know what? Um, I forgot her name. She said, hi, the one that does all of the, 
true essence. The, the, oh, that's the his shoot. sister. Yeah, that's his, his sister. Baby. She came up to me at, oh. on Radio Road. She's like, that's what this box is up here. And I love you guys. I'm like, oh, she was like, I'm David's sister. I'm like, oh, I love your designs. Thank and you. And she's so talented. And his mom, the she's mom so said talented. hi. She said hi to you. I love her. Yeah. I love his mother. She's the sweetest person. But I mean, that's just, look at how a family, when your family rallies around your dreams. Yes. How it gives birth to their own dreams, because you've got your two brothers who fight. Mm -hmm. She obviously never wanted to fight, but she's managed to wield that love and support of her brothers into a way that she can create her own dreams and designing gear and stuff. Cause yeah. Watching her, if you go back and share shout out, follow her true essence customs, I think is what her Instagram is. We'll tag her at some point in our stories. She does some really beautiful work and it's just yeah. been so amazing to watch her yep. evolve into that and she too is very very young because she's younger than david and david oh, is she been, yeah she's like the i think she's the baby sister oh wow i think she's i'm pretty sure she's the baby david's 25 so she can't be more than 20 21 something like oh, that wow that's I think cool. that's so beautiful when a family can really rally around a cause but still maintain their own identity yeah 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 so dope so dope it's Shout cool because you know a lot of other fighters they'll hire like well celebrity designers or someone but mm -hmm. doing it as your own sister and she does some really good beat i'm a bedazzled girl sequence and she does all we got to talk about some merch for us for jane yeah she said she would Ooh. do us some shoes oh. we got to buy us like some oh. ones and give them to her oh. and have her make us some custom um best women's boxing show period Ooh. Yeah, that's yeah. a great idea. We're going to talk about that. We talk about that. Those, yes. All right. So let's move on. Uh, Jamal Charlo took mm -hmm. on Jose Benavides. The, you know, it's kind of funny. I even text you. I go, Charlo doesn't look like he missed a step. I agree. He good. He yeah. really, really did. He looked sharp. He looked sharp. I was expecting him to come in kind of flat footed and lazy, but no, he really looked good. He was flicking that jab. It was almost like he missed it. Yeah, and once yeah. he got in there, it just activated him. And maybe that's what he needed for his healing, mm -hmm. really, to get back in the ring. Because yeah. he looked good. He looked good. He, it, it, <laughs> Jose did, you know, Jose did what he did. Uh, Jose was moving up in weight. Uh, Charlo mm -hmm. was moving down. And unfortunately, of course, we all saw Charlo miss weight. How do you, it's weird. He gained weight on the second try. And, you know, I get it. He paid a lot of money, allegedly $75,000 per pound. That's a woo, lot. Woo, woo, woo. Uh, so it was, but he made second day weight because God forbid he would have been out another, say, if he was over 10 pounds, that's a lot more weight. But uh, they gave each other props. It was a very good win. Charlo, during the past, I don't know if you got to see his presser after. He's so nice. Usually he's always barking at people or just not, you know, it's he was he was really, really grateful and thankful for being back in the ring and just being on the final showtime card. Um, and you know, everyone's asking him about Canelo um because he would love that fight, obviously, because he was supposed to be the one before his younger brother. But he said, I wasn't ready. I was not mentally there. And mm -hmm. I somehow they gave me the mic and I'm like, ooh, I'm gonna ask about Carlos Adames because he's the mandatory for I don't know what, over two years. Go and ahead, then, twin brain. You better yeah, I would yeah. 
And so I was like, okay. And I'm like, does any of these fights, Janabek, who's also um, a belt holder, I go, do these fight entice you? He, I'm like, maybe you're mandatory, you know? <laughs> and he's like, I don't, I don't duck from anyone. I'll fight them all. But in the same sentence, I want to go up to 168 because it's a hot division. I get he's chasing the money, but you also have a belt. You mm-hmm. have to defend this belt or give it up. Come up so, off. Yeah, he's like David Benavides. He would love to fight. Um, did he fight Caleb Plant? Yet? No, he hasn't fought Caleb Plant yet. No. no it was- <laughs> in the hallway. Oh, yeah, that's right. The slap. The slap. He's <laughs> fought in the hallway. <laughs> Cynthia. Yeah, he, that's right. Uh, shout out to Lily because he did ask about that. And he's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, he's still a punk ass bitch. But yeah, he, I, I will <laughs> fight him. That's I was like, good for him. You know, some I, fighting I, words. I'm just still stuck on the fact that this man had to come up off of 225000 I mean, if that's what they negotiate, I'm not mad at the amount. I feel like my pride would not allow for that three right. pounds. Pe- well, you know what? I'm not a pro athlete. So maybe them three pounds was heavy for him, hard for him to lose. He looked drained, drained. Or so too drained. Can you imagine two? How much was the purse? I we, no one, I no one when, knows. I went, I miss when Dan Raphael used to tweet all the purses and stuff for the fights. Two hundred and twenty-five thousand. That ain't no little bit of money. That ain't nope. Man. I could remodel my whole house. I could have got a new car. That's I could a whole lot of money. I could have paid my kids like rent for the next couple of years till she finished college. That's a lot of money. If anybody would like to, I will lose three pounds. <laughs> if anybody wants to run us 225K, I could probably lose three pounds by tonight by just not drinking water. <laughs> but if anybody wants to run us 225K, we got you. I got you. Oh, that would be funny. Shit, I'd lose a hundred pounds for two hundred twenty-five k. Are you feel feel me? Like, let's go. I'm I'm into it. Let's go. Oh man, but yeah, good for Jose. Good for them. Um, uh, now we're gonna see where all these cards fall on for you know PBC and you know all the rumbles of it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Amazon, but I I'm not sure. I don't know. Uh, and that's a whole other conversation of like purses because there's possibly maybe no guarantees. So PBC fighters, y'all are gonna have to start fighting, fighting for like normal money. <laughs> like normal be money. like survivor. <laughs> if you lose, you off. You off. Like, we talked about this, the, the, the contender for like contender survivor series. Exactly. Ooh, I'd do it. You know, that's a good idea. You know, Amazon has to compete like Netflix, and this is not a sponsored ad, but it can be a sponsored ad if they send. Oh, you know, they are. Do you know Netflix is doing a little tester with Jake Paul's fight? Uh, uh, to see how they're going to, yeah, Netflix is kind of dabbling in boxing. It's just that there's no guarantees. So people are like, what's that mean? They're like, no guarantees means there's no money up front. So there, Mm. someone has to put the money up front. They'll just put it. So you can watch it somewhere. Come on, Saudi. Saudi put us up some money. You know, we trying to see these fights. I mean, with Netflix, they've I've been watching. Um, they've been doing the Squid Game thing, yeah, like yeah, yeah. the actual Squid Game. Put the fights on like that, like you said, contender style. Put them on Netflix. I would watch that. Heck yeah! But make yeah. them real fights, not like the contender Fugazi type of stuff where you don't get to see the finale. Like when I went to go see the taping of it, cause they filmed it over here, not far from my house. And they didn't let us see the final fight uh, between um, Mosley Jr. And Brandon Adams, I think was the finale of that show. And I'm like, 
All right. But yeah, let's do some real, let's do some real, let's do some real stuff. We, All we right. These fights. Okay. Speaking of Saudi, because we both watched the Brian Custer interview, Ryan Garcia. <laughs> we know he's fighting, but he's fighting with everyone else right now. Oh, yeah. Oscar De La Hoya, Bernard Hopkins, and Golden Boy. Girl, that's some tea right there. Like, I, that's a lot of stuff to yes. digest. Mm -hmm. I, I, to be fair, Ryan was just reacting to what Bernard Hopkins said. Mm -hmm. Maybe there is truth to what Bernard Hopkins says, because we're not in the room with whatever goes on. We right. only see what we see. Uh, and of course, Ryan is right. You know what? They, Bernard doesn't have shit on him. Of He can't do anything about his career because he's made, they, they, you know what? They've all made each other's career. They've all gotten paid very well, very, well. very well. And so um, the fighting words, when uh, he talked about it with Brian Custer, and then we watched the press conference yesterday where he opened up with Bernard Hopkins, when Bernard Hopkins says, boxing is going to call your bluff. Mm -hmm. That's what he said. And he looked directly at Ryan like, oh, oh. And then Ooh. Oscar in the background, when he's talking about Oscar, he's like, well, dang, dang. And then Oscar is like looking at Bernard like, what's going on here? Well, it's I gotta catch a novella. It's a telenovela. And it was some drama. I love me a little drama. It was so, it was low-key embarrassing, but entertaining at the same time. Do you know, you know, I think about being a parent and imagine you're parenting and then your kid gets up there and be like, you ain't do shit for me. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'd I like mean, I mean, I'll sit your ass down. Sit your ass down. You know, he and um, I don't know, maybe Tank's been giving him tips. Not Tank, uh, not Tank. Was it Tank? I feel like everybody's been having words with their people at public press conferences. Was it Tank or was it Broner? No, it was Broner. Broner, Santa was acting up with Leonard Ellerby. <laughs> yeah. Well, he oh, said yeah, Broner's his that. boy. He yeah. said Broner's his boy. And it's so weird that but when they said, oh, yeah, you're, Ryan said, you know that you're supposed to fight Broner. And Broner's like, there was a contract sent. And Ryan's like, what are you talking about? But uh, the, but this whole Ryan thing, it's, it's no, it is no secret that there has been a lot of family drama within yes. that whole circle. It's that yes. they, they, they have been airing that laundry out. I told you yesterday they need to break up. They need to part ways. Ryan needs to buy out his contract because this is such a toxic, toxic relationship. Very I it's much. just it's really bad. Mm -hmm. uh, I think you know when we say there's no more Showtime because you know he could have gone to Showtime. The uh, Zone is not a promoter. It's they just nope. put fights on. They he did talk about Terrence Crawford. What would be the next thing for boxing and maybe how they can put on fights of how. Uh, the, the way they see it, the new vision of how boxing should be of, you know, this, this Gen Z, Gen, whatever the next way of how the world is going to see it and why he has over X and X amount of fans and why he's, he's made $30 million. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of money. It's a lot, That's of, money. A lot of money, but it's, it's well-earned. He said it when, Absolutely. He was talking, when he was talking shit about Shakur. I'm a three division world champion. Well, I'm the only fighter at 30 million. I'm like, Ooh, that stung. <laughs> that stung. Ryan is really I love fun. Ryan. Like I know he had a lot of, knew he had a lot of personality. You know, we've been around him, but he must love him some Brian Custer because he was letting it all hang out. And I got so much enjoyment of watching yeah. Brian laugh at him saying all the things that he said like he is a character i give this version of ryan the mic 
like it's always exciting. You need personalities. And I feel like he's got a lot of personality, but it's still authentic to who he yeah. is. It's not like an act, whether he wins or lose. I, I just like the energy. I'm into the energy. You know, he's good looking. Like he said, I'm good looking. Yeah. I'm so good looking. He is good looking. And we need all these personalities to get to these fights. I wonder in an ideal scenario, if we put him and Terrence Crawford in a room because they seem to be aligned in their mindset of where boxing should go, like what they what would they come up with? Like we never get a chance to really truly hear the fighter perspective of I would love to do a round table. We should do That's a round what I'm table saying. You know what? All you all you guys and ladies who always since boxing is so different now, it's it's it is it, the the ties are the tides are turning. Um, mm-hmm. You guys always, you guys want to sit at the table. You guys want to hear what's going on. You guys want to have a say. So I think, I think it would be great to have a round table of like three women or four women, four men, or, you know, it's yeah, at least we already know what the women, they're going to say three minute rounds. <laughs> at least exactly. I, I, but I would, yeah. Like say if we can get Ryan Terrence, um, it would know. have to be fighters who don't have a really tight, leash on them yeah i.e Heyman fighters you know if they ain't thinking Al Heyman they're gonna be sitting on the bench yeah. so I think it would be like I think Ryan and Crawford are a great jumping off point because Ryan clearly ain't messing with, with with Oscar right now so he's gonna talk his shit Crawford is his old businessman so he can say whatever he wants yeah. so we would just need like a few more fighters who you know don't we even remember top. remember Jamal Charlo even talked about when we asked him in our interview where do you think boxing and he went into like a great story of when he was 12 years old I think Ch- the Charlo brothers would be great to talk to because they mm-hmm. obviously think of two different things mm-hmm. uh but it, I think that's a great idea because you know, especially they're the Heyman, they're PBC that they don't have a home right now, as of right now, which mm-hmm. couldn't change in a, in a couple of weeks. We go right. I got some ideas on that. We got just got to find some money. Yeah, and even yeah, and even us. Devin Haney because uh, mm-hmm. he's he's the mm-hmm. man that it was very yes. smart that did he did he only signed with Top Rank for a couple of fights, the zone with Matchroom. He's doing his own thing, and look at how much money yep. he's making. And speaking of yep. him, he's vacated his belt. That means he ain't wanting no smoke. He wants to fight Pro Gray, and then he wants to fight Barrios. Yes, he Mario wants Barrios? to fight Barrios. He wants hmm. to fight Barrios. So. That's a clear path. I'm like, well, I guess we're never going to see Shakur. We're never going to see Tank. We're probably never going to see Ryan um, unless, you know, because they all want belts. And Devin Haney has clearly said, I'm moving up after once he fights Progray, he's already vacated the belt. So that's a uh, Tank will be elevated. He does not want to be elevated. He doesn't want to be the email champ. Me. He tweeted, <laughs> I don't want that shit. Uh <laughs> You know, because it, look at Devin Haney got so much shit for being the email champ. It wasn't his fault. Uh, right. Now Loma right. and Loma and Cambosos are fighting in Australia for I think it's mm-hmm. the IBF belt. So mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah, and then so what's his name was uh, Shakur is the WBC because he he just won it, and then the WBA is Tank, and I don't know who the I the WBO is. I I don't know. I don't. I don't know, but yeah. at least finally, you know, good for them. They're not holding on to the belts. They're, they're right. moving on to bigger, better things. So defend your belts, guys, or vacate. Just oh, Tio, Tio. Oh yeah, 
No, Teofimo is the undisputed champ at one for may. Oh, oh, maybe that's the move right there. Maybe a Haney win yeah. is the path to him into a fight with Teofimo to be undisputed at the next weight class up because they've always had plenty of words for each other. Yeah. So maybe that's the move. That's right. Devin Haney is vacating his 135 belt. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Did you hear a girl on the Chom Porter podcast? He, so he's already said no to a fight in December. Mm-hmm. He said no to Ryan Garcia, allegedly, which allegedly. they uh, they cleared up saying that the low ball, it was too low ball of an offer. And that's what we saw at um, the Benavides fight. Someone interviewed him. He's like, I'm not fighting for 1.5 million. I bring big sponsors, blah, 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 blah. The, TO, the takeover promotions, dude. Fine. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wants to fight Terrence Crawford. Teofimo does. Oh, yeah. He called him out. Hmm. What weight do they fight at? Because Crawford's already been undisputed at 140 when he whipped whipped yeah. everybody's ass, Postal, all of them. I still have yeah. dreams and of that Postal fight. That was <laughs> 147. He's clean. He's cleaned out. 154. He wants to go up to 147 to fight Crawford. That's not even a belt fight. It's just a. Hmm. It would just be know. a money fight. Yeah. I don't. Hmm. Interesting. I mean, it is feasible. Crawford went on a, a big time victory lap after he beat down Errol Spence. So there is an interest there. There's the financial, you know, maybe Warren Buffett could put something on it. We know he got it. Hmm. Teofimo versus Crawford. Stylistically, I like the way that fight looks, but do I want to see it right now? No. no. I don't want to see that right now. I'd rather see Teofimo fight Ryan or Devin or one of those. Yeah. Guys. I don't want to see that now. The, the quote unquote four kings, they need to fight. They can't just keep saying the, the low, those, like I said, in my interview with Michaela, the four kings fought, the money came, but mm-hmm. they fought four or five times a year. These guys are fighting maybe once a year, if they're lucky. The old mm-hmm. hasn't fought in a very long time. Mm-hmm. And all of them talk about legacy and part of legacy is fighting those who are around you imagine if historically if floyd never fought like oscar or right or manny or any or manny fighting marquez or Cotto, all those guys fought each other and i feel like all of these guys are maneuvering to find ways not they're still finding ways to not fight each other and i don't like it i don't like it Cut it out with the low ball offers. Make some real offers to people. Stop being greedy. There's, I mean, come on. Ryan made $30 million in a loss. In a loss. (laughs) He didn't even win and he won $30 million. He got $30 million. You know why? It's because he knows how to promote himself. That's right. And he knew going in with the concessions he made that, you know, he he did a, a rehydration class which he knew that hurt him. And that's like part of the reason why they're all fighting because Oscar mm-hmm. called it out. You shouldn't have done this. And then a lot of, you know, it's, it's, it's that's already so been said and done. That's... It's, it's just, it's really bad. It's just bad. I don't, I don't like to see the fighting. I just, it's really terrible. It's I, I get it. They've done a lot of the public, uh, uh, private fighting and now it's like, screw it. I'm taking it. He had to Every... let his frustration out. Everybody complains they need money, but nobody's making no moves to make no money. So if you're mate, you need money, Girl. but you don't want to make fights to make money. How are you going to make money? If not making fights to make money. Thank what you. the hell? It's such a damn circle jerk. Like get over it. It really is. Mm-hmm. It really is. And then lastly, um, we just quickly talked about it. Bec- um, Connor Ben, <laughs> BBB of 
C is not allowing. I want to call them BBL. The BBL, <laughs> BBL said not going to sanction any of his fights because he still hasn't gone the, through the proper channels and protocol of proving that he is a clean fighter. Hey, hmm. we still have to see this dossier. Just put it out on Twitterverse. Let us all sit through it. Twitter's exactly. boxing Twitter CIA agents will find everything, be like highlight. They'll put, they'll do a whole diagram, uh, like a PowerPoint for us. Be like, yeah, he says he's clean. Jonder would do that. I know you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm nosy. I'll be in there at night just mm, trying to find it. But oh, my goodness, PDs and performance. I mean, it's, it's the same thing with Alicia Baumgartner. It's she put out What's the statement. Happening? It, we don't know. And uh, I don't know if Michigan has done anything the state commission, but it's, it's, it's hard to say. I can understand why fighters go and do their own testing because they're like, I'm tired of all the other testing bodies. Cause it could potentially be tainted, but we're not sure. Mm-hmm. There were a lot of uh, things that she tested for, but I don't think she tested for all of them. I'm not exactly sure. So I don't know. The WBC allegedly said they're going to strip her, but nothing has been done. So until now, until everyone can prove themselves that they are clean, I don't think that they should fight. That's if just- I'm a clean fighter, you know what I would do? Because these are state organizations. I would go to the governor and be like, look, I'm going to sue the state of insert state here, unless they work this out because they're impacting my future. You know, you can file a civil suit saying, look, I can't make no money because this, this organization is not doing their part of helping me clear my name or not clear my name or just do something to just get out of the holding pattern. So it's really hard, you know, because Alisa, Alisa is our girl. She's a fighter, Mm -hmm. but it's, you know, at the end of the day, she's a fighter. She, people put their lives on the risk. We're not putting our lives on the risk in the ring. And uh, it's our job to talk about it. And so until we, we know furthermore, the saga continues. So saga continues. Uh, But girl, this was a fun one. Um, We got to run it back because we had so many good fights and we had Mm -hmm. lots and lots of thoughts and this whole Ryan telenovela will continue maybe i'm gonna make my popcorn and keep watching this ryan thing because this weigh-in might be jumping you know what's funny with ryan and the whole situation i saw tank i think tank commented something like bernard saved him from getting jacked up he don't even mess with bernard or something like that when they were having their whole little tussle and he said bernard tried to touch him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. the stuff on his skin like Oh, it's just a mess. It's a mess. I swear. It's Terrible. Illuminati coming out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Put the put the triangle up. I know, right? Bye. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so um, yes, again, um, uh, Ryan Garcia, Oscar Duarte is fighting this weekend uh, in Houston, Texas on DAZN. I don't know. Let's see. It's it, This is a, I don't, I'm not going to say an easy picking because the guy is coming off, I think, what, eight or 11 straight knockouts. But right. I really am curious to see how Ryan looks because he said he looks better than ever. Mm -hmm. uh, I want to see how Derek's been working with him and then just really see the full Ryan in um, 100% shape, 100% focus, 100% mentally there. And uh, this will be fun. It will just, you know what? I just want to see, I just want to be there for the conversations that happen. (laughs) Me too. 
Me too. Oh, I know. All right, Jandra. So um, until next week, when we talk about the Haney Prograde card and Ebony Bridges fighting. Jandra, thanks for uh, hanging out with me and talking some boxing and talking some smack and of course, spilling the tea with me as always. Always. I love it. There's no place I'd rather be and nobody I'd rather do it with. Oh, yeah. And then there you go. The sirens are going off. <laughs> okay. And on that note. <laughs> uh, and that note. All right, guys. I'm Cynthia Conte. And I'm Giandra LaBeouf. Thanks for tuning in to another edition of the Best Women's Boxing Show, period. See you guys at the fights. Bye, guys. Thank you.